welcome everybody to Big Dog Ball Talk. Jordan Flegel has returned. He's no longer just the the yeah. He's he's pushing through something right now. Uh, just to be just to be back for everybody, so that you don't have just me anymore. Uh, I'm sure some people, you know, there, there might be some people here conflicted. They may be like, oh, I kind of liked uh, the, the the new platform, uh, the new the new format of the show. But yeah, me, uh, Jordan, Jordan, you got to prove them wrong. Uh, how how are you feeling, man? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I I did have COVID. For everyone wondering, I I got it. I even though I'm you know uh, vaccinated, boosted, all that. Um, I mean, uh, if, if anyone's not in uh, Canada right now, we we just dropped all of our mask mandates. When was that? Like last week, a couple Something weeks like ago. Something like that. Week and, and a uh, half, maybe. So yeah. so everyone was getting it. Uh, Alex, I don't know if you want this shared with the world, but our, our producer Alex got it, and then shortly after, I got it. Um, and Matt, me, you might be next. I don't know. We'll see. Well, you, I, I I was saying I might have already had. It, to be it's honest. true. Uh, it's true. But it's it, yeah. It's it, at this point, I think everybody's just gonna have it at some point, and it's gonna yeah. be which is. Almost a good thing because then you just build up your antibodies and yes. go on your way. Uh, but I mean, obviously, if I if I was I, if I wasn't vaccinated, I'd be a little bit uh, a little bit more weary about the effects because I'm yeah. sure that uh, you know from from what I've seen, it seems like uh, you know without that, it could really kick your ass. Yeah, well, I, and uh, for anyone wondering who hasn't had it, it really knocked me the hell out. Like I was I was uh, out of commission completely, couldn't uh, open my eyes, get out of bed, anything like that. Struggled to keep stuff down. Nothing with the stomach, but just like really, really, uh, really out of it. Kind of one of the worst flu feelings I've had ever. And I don't know if that's just because I've become out of practice of being sick. I literally haven't been sick mm-hmm, since mm-hmm. 2020. So I don't know if I'm just a bitch now or if that was particularly bad. But either way, uh, it is what it's uh, cracked up to be. So, uh, yeah, that was that was pretty rough. But I'm out the other side. I'm alive. I'm back. Yep. I was pretty worried. Tunnel. I was I was. I was excited to hear your solo episode, Matt. I'm so glad you did it. But I was like, what if this is our like most downloaded episode? What if people go crazy for it? They're like, yeah, this is so much better. <laughs> I was like, ah, you know, if it, it is what it is, if that's how it goes down, I'll just transition to being a listener. And uh, you did great, Matt. My my hey, favorite hey. take by far, emo Donovan Mitchell mm-hmm. made me made me LOL. That might have been what got me out of my my sickness. You know, that that yep. that sweet hilarious take. Uh, and right, me, as, pa- right as he gets down with the sickness. <clears throat> And me, exactly, me picturing uh, Donovan Mitchell with the haircut, you know, um, where are you? Uh, I, I, I love it. I, 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 we should get in touch with him um, and or, or get someone who's good at like graphic design. Maybe Annie can, can uh, make something up. Uh, but Donovan Mitchell yeah. as an emo guy. Amazing, amazing uh, picture came up in my head. Love it. Yeah, well, I, I think there's uh, we're gonna have a just a foreshadow here. We're gonna have some Donovan Mitchell emo talks uh, coming. Yeah, up and again, it's coming true. Uh, it's tonight. been working. He's yeah. really, really <laughs> in his feelings right now. He's so depressed. It's so funny. Um, but I mean, not it's it, no. I'm I'm sticking with that. It is funny. Um, yeah, but yeah, funny. Uh, again, yeah, we, we hope you guys. We're, we're we're hoping never to have to do too many of these uh, these solo episodes. But uh, again, if there's ever any kind of uh, circumstances where I'm out of commission you know jordan will be he'll be ready to step up yep, ready yep. To, to, to throw on the gloves there uh but yeah uh definitely uh a uh a, a great weekend good to have you back jordan and uh good to have kyle lowry back in uh toronto uh yes. it was uh, a long time coming uh obviously everything was kind of delayed due to the uh the tampa season uh kyle lowry being injured uh well actually with, with the, the time before it wasn't even an injury it was uh he was gone with personal reasons but yeah uh re- regardless uh you know him coming back i thought that the, you know the ceremony in toronto everything that they did you know the, the package was was good you know the the standing ovation was like two and a half minutes long yeah uh, you know it was awesome he had his, his sons out there with him but it's so funny in my head i'm just like you know what and it was great but i'm like i feel like we could have done more i'm i'm I, yeah. no matter what whenever stuff like this happens i'm always like they just go balls to the wall i want it to be the most ex- insane over the top like i want to see like wow he's doing it like fireworks going off for like the <laughs> whole time i want confetti i want like i want the this giant so i want like the most heart-wrenching 10 minute yeah. slideshow like you're it's like you're uh, you're watching the slideshow at like the end of the year assembly and you're just starting to cry and tear up thanks for the memories you know <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe donovan mitchell gets on the ox on that one yeah uh, they fly but, in donovan yeah <laughs> uh but no it it was uh you know i i, I mean 
I still thought it was great what they did. Uh, you know, Lowry obviously really enjoyed it, and uh, as he said, things will never be finished between him and the city. But I mean, uh, you know, how how did you feel to be able to see uh, the greatest rapper of all time back in the back in the city? The Groat? Are we talking about the Groat? Yes. The Groat. Yes. Um, it was. I agree. It was like I thought the video just. It, it was really nice. Uh, I I loved it, and I loved the. Um, they threw in the you know big Lowry chance like through yeah. the uh, through the video, and it almost felt like it was happening. Like in the stadium at that time, like I I liked all the moments they put in there, but I thought they leaned a little bit more towards like hype than like sad and not like sad in a bad way. But I just wanted it to be more like uh, kind of like tear jerking and, and reminiscent yeah. of because that's really, I think, more of the emotion. Like we're not going to get hyped about Kyle right now. He's not on our team anymore. But exactly like yeah. there's so much I feel like that was kind of just like brushed over. Like it, it's, it's crazy to think back like Kyle Lowry played with Andrea Bargnani like which is yep, insane yep. to think that that actually I remember him giving you know press conferences when he first got there and when he was coming off the bench because they uh Dwayne Casey was starting uh Jose Calderon over him because uh, mm-hmm. uh, at that point they were you know kind of jockeying for who would get the start which is also crazy to to think about now but like he straddled so many different eras and different players yeah. um in you know Toronto Raptors kind of history and uh it's the the there was just so much like t- kind of tough times at the beginning that I think people tend to forget. Like Lowry, almost like we a lot of us thought it was a done deal that he would go to New York. Yeah. Uh, after I I don't know if that was the fourteen or fifteen season, um, that it was going to get blown up. There was a bunch of different times he was going to leave. There was a bunch of times where you thought maybe he was kind of unhappy. Like he butt heads with Dwayne Casey a lot, um, and even with Masai sometimes and. Well, especially like, after the DeRozan trade, well, uh, I mean that was a intense sure. one. Yeah, and uh, and you know all all the tough playoff losses. Like I wish they just kind of went into that like tough stuff and then kind of brought it over the top at the end, like with all the triumphant, uh, you know, how he shoved the narrative back in everyone's face that he was a shitty playoff performer. Uh, he finally gets over the hump and wins, um, and then you know with caps it off with the the game six performance you know the the title clinching game where he came yeah. out like gangbusters and uh really i think helped to win that game for them like very specifically his scoring at the beginning oh, of that game sure. um and then the way he was orchestrating the pick and roll at the end i remember him and abaka and uh you know all the the other big guys like just he was just eating the the warriors alive one of the best defenses we've seen in uh the history of the game and uh so, so I agree. I, I liked the video, but I wanted it to go a little bit more in, in my feels. I wanted Kyle Lowry to, to be crying out there, you know, and I, I know he probably wanted to, but it was a little bit too hype for him to really get there, I think. And then, uh, yeah, like the, the, the ovation was really nice, but yeah, I, I, I really would have, I, I agree. I, I would have liked a little bit more somehow, whatever that would have looked like. And, and, and now, the, and I, I honestly wasn't even thinking about this until we were, like you were talking, I'm kind of realizing, you know, that's because, you know, as you said, you know, he's still playing. It'll be the tearjerker when they retire his jersey. Oh, when yeah. the Raptors well, finally decide yeah. to hang hang a jersey up there. I mean, I think it'll be funny. I think they're gonna like pretty much like go they're gonna go like twenty five years not retiring a single jersey and then like two years they're gonna retire like four. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that's uh, true. I, I think like Lowry, Vince Carter, DeRozan, even Kawhi, uh, you know, it's it's gonna no be No problem. Uh, yeah, they're 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 gonna I, have to I retire Kawhi's I, I think so. Like why I not? Do it. Why, why not? not? Well, it's yeah, like the he, it it might never ever happen again in Chris the history Boss of the gets NBA. Retired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't even know about Vince though. Like I think I think they should. But oh, I would be shocked if they didn't. Well, there's just I think there's a lot of people still kind of salty about it. Like even like in just back rooms in the uh, yeah in the organization. Like um, I know there's not a, there's no one there from from that time. But I don't know. There's. Still a lot of kind of salty feelings. Although, you know, in terms of the fan base, I think that's gone now. I think you saw that to- yeah. his last couple times in Toronto when yeah. he was brought to tears. Because I remember when we, like, not even that long back before those times, like, booing Vince Carter was, you, oh, you yeah. knew it was going to happen. You knew it was coming. And it went went well, well into, you know, the time when I'm sure the fans booing had never even watched him in a Raptors uniform. So there's... Uh, there's a lot there, but I, I do think that he should get his jersey retired. So, um, yeah, you, Kyle and Demar for sure, and I think that you've got to do uh, Kawhi because when when is it going to happen again that someone comes for one season wins w- w- season wins you a championship and then just leaves like that? That doesn't really happen 
uh, yeah. might never happen again. So might as well just throw it, hey. throw his number one up there in the rafters. <clears throat> I I would I would even be uh, I, I would even be closer to just saying yeah we can retire Kawhi's jersey because he actually even took a meeting with us and considered yeah, true, coming true. back. I was I was totally fine with that. I, I mean that, that's uh that's something. I mean. Uh, you know, not to jump the gun or anything, but you know, hopefully, Spicy P, Fred Van Vliet, uh, oh, they, they can keep up way. there. They can keep this pace. I think they're good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a, uh, it was really nice going down memory lane. I think you know, you brought up Game Six, uh, the NBA Finals. You know, Lowry scoring the, the just the first dozen points, uh, and that was insane too. Because I remember it was like, Lowry never does this. Like this is never like yeah. Like this is how he starts regular <clears throat> season games, and it was so fast. Like he just came out bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Everything was going down. I'm like. Holy shit! Like this is the start that we need if yeah. we want to fucking close this thing out. Yeah. Because uh, nobody wanted to go to a game seven. Yeah. No. Even though, even though it was going to be in Toronto, I did not want the the riot possibility or anything. That was uh would have been a scary sight. I um, I would have been rioting. Believe me, I would oh, have. Yeah, uh, sure. I would have yeah. destroyed a lot of personal uh and you know corporate property in downtown. That would have been yeah. ugly. Big dog ball talk wouldn't even be here. We'd no, be no, we'd be, we'd be we'd be behind bars. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, I mean, there's so many other Lowry moments like that that can stick out. But for me, I I, I think it's just the consistency of what he was for yeah. the city and what what he did. I mean, uh, just he's pretty much became the entire culture of uh, you know the Toronto yes. Raptors, like uh, their basketball club, and it's still there. I mean, all those guys, like I feel like. Every week, one of them is talking about Lowry, or yeah. you know, uh, yeah. you know, oh, I was talking to Kyle about this and that, and it's like he's had such a crazy influence. And again, as you said, when he came into the Raptors, like there was zero expectations. Like he was this guy that had been drafted a couple of years ago. Uh, I believe he was playing for Memphis still at the time. That was the the first team he was on. Yeah. Uh, or no, sorry, it was Memphis. And then he was already on Houston. Houston. And then yeah. that's that's who they got him for. Uh, say they brought him in with Landry Fields, another Raptors yeah. legend. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know. They pretty much like, you know, he's got some attitude problems and uh, he you know, he does a lot of kind of questionable, takes those pull up threes that at the time nobody really wanted him to do. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it all ended up working out amazingly. And, and I think I might have told this story before uh, on the show. Uh, but I actually I have a Kyle Lowry number three jersey from when Let's his go. first season, because uh, I remember, again, I was just really starting to get into basketball at this point. Uh, and he was the one, he was the new guy and I'm like, Oh, this is cool. New, new, new point guard. He'll be, he'll be sick. And I just kind of talked myself into it. And then it ends up turning out that he becomes the greatest player, but I would never have ever <laughs> imagined, uh, that, that happening. I mean, hell again, I, I also thought the Raptors winning a championship would happen like right before I die. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I was kind of a little bit concerned when I was like, oh, I'm only like, well, whatever I would have been, like 21 at that point. I'm like, oh, this is how it ends, eh? Like tonight, this is it. Um, that's, that's all I get. Um, but yeah, uh, the, his impact on like Toronto and also for for a lot of people you know, outside the listening, uh, our, our listeners from the States, in Canada, taking charges became cool. Yes. Uh, because of Kyle yes. Lowry. Like uh, me and Jordan back in the day, taking charges, that was pretty much uh, all we could do. Told our whole team, <laughs> we didn't play defense. All we did was just run into the paint and try to take a charge. There was no actual rim protection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it worked. We uh, we were pretty good at that. I think like uh, our our friend uh, Miko, if you're listening, Miko is a little Kyle Lowry out there. Uh, the, the way he ran around, he would take charges. Still he's a Kemba Walker threes. guy. He's, <laughs> he is. Um, but uh, yeah, he's the people always talk about you know, Vince Carter's influence uh, on Canada basketball, that's always going to be pretty unmatched uh, when he came in and the way he did it as this kind of high flyer. But I think people like really, really are always going to just respect the hell out of Kyle Lowry for his toughness. Like people mm-hmm. always talk about Canada as like a hockey country or whatever. But like if you're going to getting out there as a six foot guy in a league full of guys who are 90 percent have uh 20 to 50 or more pounds on you and, and yeah, are much, yeah. much taller than you going and sacrificing your body, you know, uh, every single game, every single play that you can, uh, that's going to earn a, a lot of respect. Um, and I think he, he's, he's got all the respect of, uh, you know, Toronto fans, sports fans, um, in, in Canada. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's to me like his, his legacy is what he's done for these like young guys uh, that are now still on the team that aren't even young guys anymore. But like, I, I remember when like Fred Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam and, and uh, you know, even OG Ananobi, like mm-hmm. him coming along a little bit later, but those two guys back when they were winning a uh, freaking G league championship. Yep. 
um, before they even sniffed like big minutes um, on, on an NBA team. Like Kyle Lowry is the one who mentored them, specifically Fred Van Vliet, because Fred Van Vliet's like a little Kyle Lowry now. It's actually it was crazy to see them guarding each other last night. It was a, yeah. a beautiful sight, but. Van Vliet passing Lowry, uh, breaking his yes. uh, his record as well. He he told Kyle Lowry he was going to do it in the first quarter, and he did. Broke yeah. the record for most threes made uh, in a Raptors season. Yeah, yeah, pretty poetic that it happened on that night. It was uh, amazing, but like just just to see those guys, uh, you know, at the levels where the, that they are now, like Pascal and mm-hmm. all all NBA player, Kyle, um, Fred, his his first All Star game. Uh, this season, like Kyle Lowry did so much for their development. Like we were talking about the whole Raptors organization as a good developmental organization. And, and they are, they're one of the best, but Kyle Lowry as your like leader, your point guard, like instilling the, the values that those guys have, like really, really tough play, uh, bringing it on the defensive end, like a uh, good kind of team basketball players, fundamentally sound, um, yeah, who, you know, 100%. just, just get out there and they're, they're just tough. They, they just embody what, what, what he brings to the table. And he really just brought every young player along. I remember, you know, the, the, the best example I, I, I can give is that game in Toronto. Uh, I've brought it up before when the Mavericks a couple years ago, go up mm-hmm. by 30 on, on the Raptors and Kyle Lowry and the bench, like Terrence Davis, who still was very unproven and, um, uh, Chris Boucher and all these guys like, go out and and uh break this this 30 point lead and go on to win the game uh which was you know the, I think that's still the largest lead that was ever um came yeah. back from in Raptors history um he's just the n- not many players can do that go out and lead these these guys who otherwise would have no idea what the hell they were doing out there um and you know throw out this full court press and Kyle was just you know find finding guys at the right time scoring himself when he knew he needed to and He's just he's just a Raptors legend, like one of those guys you you yeah. dream about having, like as a fan, like a guy who sticks sticks with the the franchise. Is that kind of old school, steady point guard uh, that that makes everyone around him better? And I'll I'll always have you know the most love you know for for Kyle. And uh, it was you know I I I, I think people people kind of put Demar now at kind of like a level below him, and I, I think that's. That's no fault of of Demar Derozan. Like I think he he gave everything to to Toronto just as much as Kyle did. Obviously, um, was actually a draft pick of the Raptors. He straddles even more uh, freaking eras. He was he was yeah. You know, Demar's rookie season was when Chris Bosh was still here for God's sake. So I I, I just think you know Demar always gets kind of lost in these sort of all time kind of conversations now because he wasn't here when we won the chip. But um, I think that's I think, pretty much the only real differentiator like everything else like he was the first guy to really be like you know it's cool to be on the raptors no one had ever really like it was always kind of like this guy's okay being here it wasn't like this guy likes being here no one ever was like yeah i I never thought we'd see a day where it was like so like people were like wanting to be on the raptors we're happy to be in toronto it was always just european guys because it was like well we (laughs) don't want to live in the states (laughs) yeah yeah no it, it and and that I'll equally have respect for DeMar for that reason. Like he really put us uh, on the map um, in, in terms of exactly what you're saying, actually wanting to be here saying, I, I love this city. I want to put it on, on my back. Like, uh, you know, the, I got us tweet, all, all this stuff. Like he, he really changed the way I think the the franchise was thought of, especially for, for American, you know, stars. Yeah. Um, and so uh, always want to shout out Demar when we're talking about these kind of all time conversations because I, I do feel like he's been a little disrespected um, recently. Like it, you know his he 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 was the one too. I just hope everyone remembers that delivered us Kawhi. Like you have to have yeah, a good enough, yeah. at least semi comparable player to trade for someone of Kawhi's caliber, and that's what Demar became. Demar became during his time in Toronto, and we wouldn't have that championship without him. So. Um, uh, just hope people don't forget that, but yeah, it was, it, it was a great night last night. Can't wait for the, you know, Jersey retirement. Well, Jordan, I mean, it was also a pretty classic Kyle Lowry game. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. maybe we wanted to, we wanted to think about the good days of the Raptors winning. Uh, we didn't want to talk about the loss, uh, but they did lose to the Miami heat, uh, yeah. number one seed in the East, uh, Kyle Lowry, you're really putting that winning culture into effect. We, you know, we were just talking about all that effect, uh, that he's had on the Raptors, uh, trying to bring that over to the heat and, uh, Especially after last year, they they needed someone like Kyle Lowry, and he he was really mixing it up. Uh, yeah, and, and he knows all these young guys. Uh, well, now they're not really that young, uh, as we said before. Uh, you know, with Pascal and Fred, OG. Well, I mean, OG wasn't playing, um, but but all these guys that were there before him, uh, or they're with him rather in Toronto. Uh, they've all 
he, he knew all their moves. Yeah, I mean, it yeah, was yeah. it was pretty funny uh, to to see that. It was so weird to see that. I know. Um, but I mean, uh, we'll we'll get used to it eventually. Um, I pray and I hope, and I said this before uh, when the season started, but. I don't want to play the Bulls and I don't want to play the Heat. In yeah, the I, I'm totally fine with any other team. It would just be so heartbreaking. It, to, it like it would honestly be more sad for me to see the Raptors beat one of their teams. Yeah, I think yeah, that would yeah. be worse. I think that honestly would be more sad to me. I think that I if the if they beat the Raptors, like I'll be disappointed because obviously I want the Raptors to win. But it's like you know what? At least they are there, and I have someone else to root for. Yeah. Um. But then when I put them out, it's just like, well, this is bullshit. Like they, 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 they they're nice guys. I don't yeah. want to hurt them. I don't want them. To, I want to see them succeed too. I want to. Yeah, I want us true. both to win the championship. It's, yeah. Uh, it'd be bittersweet for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, a, a good defensive back and forth game. Uh, you know, the Raptors did have it, but uh, you know, the second half was definitely not their friend. No. Uh, and uh, you know they they couldn't string it together in the fourth quarter there. Uh, just a little uh, little a uh, little late uh, for the comeback, yeah. and they were they weren't able to do it. Uh, but that being said, I mean uh, the Raptors have also been playing pretty well uh, as of late. They were kind of due for a loss, and I think this was yeah. kind of one of those ones you could uh, you could see coming. Uh, it was an emotional night as well. Those are always kind of tough to 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 get over. Wow. Yeah. Once you get into the game, like uh, I, I, and there wasn't. I didn't think anybody playing glaringly bad, glaringly well. Uh, it was just a you know a solid, solid game of basketball. But uh, more, more importantly, it was just a, a solid night to to honor the the greatest rapper of all time. And uh, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's looking like you know he'll have the, his jersey number retired first, and we're we're kind of getting that sneak peek of you know how crazy people are gonna get. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe 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 a statue. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if you saw the photo. The person made one. Yeah. Uh, only everyone only was saying was yeah, the ass wasn't big enough. Gotta ass put needs more... to be way fatter. Way, nice, way big, <laughs> dumpy, juicy. La- 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 yeah, that that thing's uh, <laughs> that thing's got to look like uh, Kim K, man. Like, uh, <laughs> In the in the world of nice asses, that's a that that's the debate, man. Uh, but Kyle Lowry's a natty, so uh, that's uh, that, that's always gonna win <laughs> in my true. heart. Um, but aye, aye, aye. Uh, to to move on here, uh, unfortunately, I mean, I could talk about Kyle Lowry's ass all day. I know you could too. <laughs> um, but uh, Dallas Mavericks taking a a, a big win here uh, yeah. against the Milwaukee Bucks uh, again. Somehow this weird uh, three guard lineup uh, is just fucking sick. Yeah, uh, there's no way I don't have like I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of fully bought into this Mavericks team, Jordan. I'm, I don't know if like Finally. I think I think our listeners have kind of like been watching like it's slowly bubbling and developing. I am 110 percent behind this Mavericks team. Yes. Uh, I, I think that they probably because right now they're battling it out uh, with the Warriors. They're uh, they're one game behind them. I think that, you know, with uh, how things are going in Golden State, obviously they've been playing a little bit better as of late. I think that the Mavericks could get this the uh, number three seed. And, yeah, I uh, think so. With, uh, you know, the, this surge in winning uh, for them, and, I mean, Luke is still putting up ridiculous stat lines. Uh, I mean, as he, he, I don't think he can put up a bad stat line. Uh, it's pretty yeah. rare when he does. Uh, I mean, again, even even on this game, uh, I, I mean, it was a, a clean 32-8-15, not a big deal or anything. Uh, yeah. I mean, he could have shot the rock a little better, but, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty much a battle of two of the top MVP candidates. Uh, yep. I was telling you before the podcast, you know, uh, for any of our, uh, our gamblers out there, Luca's kind of surging in the gambling odds uh, for uh, the, uh, the the MVP uh, at candidacy, but... I mean, I don't think he'll win. No, but no. Uh, I mean, I, I think that he's actually got higher odds though than uh, than Jason Tatum does. Yeah, uh, I, well, I, two guys is... with similar situations. Uh, you oh know, yeah, for, for similar, MVP yeah. coming on late, but just just not enough at the beginning of the season. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and, and that kind of was a, a nice segue for me here. Uh, and again, of course, we're gonna we're gonna chat about the game because uh, you know it was a it was a great one. Came down to the wire. Uh, Drew Holiday. We're gonna talk about the haircut you gave Luca to. Uh, <laughs> To, to, to kind of uh, ice this one um but uh i'm i think it's literally i'm i'm not even gonna cast my vote like if i was a like a voter i would have to wait till the very last day because the standings are going up and down up yeah, and down yeah. guys are having crazy games left and right uh, i mean it's this is one of the most competitive mvp races i've seen yes. in quite some time uh and i think like, last year we were talking about it being pretty close this year there's like legitimately like four or five guys who I yeah. who could win it that I would be like you know what that's that's cool with me and they want it too like these yeah, are all yeah, guys yeah. who don't 
I mean, obviously, Giannis aside, everybody else that's pretty much in the running has never won an MVP. And yeah. they're kind of trying. Or I guess and, and, and Jokic obviously won it last year. Um, he but, still uh, wants he, it. Well, that's the thing. I think everybody wants it. I think everyone's trying to add the the trophy to the the the, the mantle there. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, in this duel of possible MVPs, you know, Luca gets the best of Giannis. Who you know, he he had a great game too, twenty eight and ten. Uh, I mean, that's a pretty pretty average uh, Giannis game. Yeah. Um. Uh, he 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 didn't play particularly well offensively, even though he had twenty eight. Uh. You know, he he was able to kind of bully the the undersized Mavericks, but uh, they did a pretty good job on him overall. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, but before we get into the total game, I mean, uh, as far as it goes, Jordan, like, wh- what do you think of uh, you know the the MVP race so far, and like, are are you leaning towards uh, like uh, you know maybe a Luca surge here, or are you just kind of uh, wanting to re- rest on the laurels of uh, you know maybe a Jokic and Bead Giannis race? Yeah, I mean, I it's really interesting to see what uh, guys like Luca and uh tatum and even uh the late surge from booker here at the end yeah um just people you know since monty williams kind of made those comments a couple weeks ago about how he he thought it was kind of ridiculous he wasn't in the mvp race like people just thinking about it more the fact that you know the Suns have been so dominant and chris paul who people always you know especially last year attributed the big team success of the Suns to him he's missed a lot of time and the Suns have kept winning and there's a lot of different you know moving parts to why they're so good but Devin Booker has kind of been the constant there scoring his you know 25 points playing solid defense getting you know five to seven assists rebounding the ball pretty well too like having a really really solid classic kind of shooting guard season start to finish Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and people are giving him his respect now Um, and you know as much as I, I love all those guys and I think that you know, especially those three are are such a like show such a bright future in the league. Like the Tatum, Booker, and Doncic, like three of like the smoothest players you've ever seen. So much skill. Um, yeah. You know, so so much uh, like talent there. Like moving forward, that's that's a hell of a and that's just some of the kind of young talent in the league without getting into jaw and you know all, all these other you know you, you can throw trey in there and you know uh it, people forget how young uh relatively young Embiid and uh Jokic still uh you know are um in terms of you know the kind of when you compare them to the veteran guys in the league like lebron like there's there's so much young talent um in the league right now so it, it should be exciting to everyone but for for those three guys who are kind of sneaking in the race they're just not going to win. So we can mm-hmm. say, you know, mm-hmm. we, they, we, they should be in the conversation. And it, it does matter kind of historically, you know, if, if you do finish third in MVP voting, you know, that's 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 going to mean something down the line when we're stacking sure, yeah. you up, um, you know, versus finishing off the ballot, ballot you know, entirely. So, so that is going to matter. But um, in, in terms of who's going to win it, it for, for me, it, it really is just between Jokic, Embiid, and, and Giannis. And... Uh, I know people are pointing to Giannis uh, as as kind of being right there in the conversation with with Jokic and Embiid, and I I, I agree he sh- he should be you know right there with them almost neck and neck, but I don't think it's quite as close as as people are kind of making it out to be because I just don't think Milwaukee's had that dominant season uh, that you've seen him be able to do with with this group before. Like I I just I I don't think. Um, and maybe this is kind of like voter fatigue type of thing or, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, we've seen him do better. So I'm not going to reward him for for, you know, call it what you want. And, you know, fine. I, I, that's that's fair criticism. But just for me, if, if I'm trying to differentiate who, you know, who who's the MVP, I just don't think this is a year to give it to Giannis. Um, can, because we've seen him put up similar stats. You know, we talk about advanced stats and you know, the, the, the scoring, the rebounding, the assists, all the stuff that he brings to the table. We've seen him do this and have, you know, like a, a dominant year, like the 60 wins. Um, I'm pretty sure the Bucks got to 60, 60 wins that one yep. year. Uh, yep. Um, yep. And, uh, you know, re- really kind of dominant, sort of uh, well ahead of the pack um, in terms of, you know, standings in the East. And they just haven't been that this year. And you can also say that wasn't really his fault. They've been missing a lot of guys or early on, especially. They haven't had Brooke Lopez until very recently. And I get all that. But still, I just don't. I just don't think you can quite give it to him for that. Um, and and I, w- I would just I would just go either between Embiid and Jokic. They've just been so solid uh, all year. I, I I don't really have a problem with who you give it to uh, either guy. Like um, you know they have very similar records. In Embiid's case, he's still fighting. The, the Sixers could still uh, though it'll be very very tough. I, I don't I don't know how 
it would kind of happen with, you know, them two and a half games behind the Heat in number one and only a few games left for each team here under yeah. five. Um, you know, I don't see how they could finish in one, but, you know, they, they were in play for a number one seed in the East mm-hmm. right up mm-hmm. till the end of the season. You got to give them credit for that. Um, and then, you know, Jokic, while he's not obviously in play for, for you know, top top three seed in the conference, um, his his what is he like one game back of what the uh the the Sixers record is so like you know if 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 the Nuggets were in the East they'd be right in that mix uh you know for top of the conference as well so I just think it's between those guys I know everyone you know puts Giannis up there in that conversation and number wise he is there I just you know whether this is unfair or not I know he can do all this or I've seen him do all this and have a really dominant season in terms of wins um, and kind of differentiate him and his team as by far the best in the conference. And since he didn't you know, do that this year, I'm just not quite putting him right there on, on that same kind of top tier level. And so long winded way of me saying I, I think I'd still give it to Jokic this year because as my and, but it's very close. I, I'm kind of flip flopping as much as I think Embiid has been amazing. I think Jokic has had to do a bit more kind of carrying of players who really would not be that good without him. And yeah. I think, you know, Embiid has the quickness of Maxi to to get in there and and, you know, Tobias Harris who can go off every now and then and not to mention now having James Harden who can, you know, as much as he's been kind of a shit shit fucking, uh, you know, addition, um, you know, he he can put up his stats every now and then and, and go and win you a game when his step back's falling and and things like that. But again, uh, uh, Shows how tough this race is. I understand the counter argument that Ben Simmons had to, or Ben Simmons, uh, Joel Embiid had to deal with the Ben Simmons situation all year and all the, yeah. you know, all the questions, especially early on. Like he should deserve credit. You know, he does deserve credit for that as well. So um, I don't know. I, I really don't have a problem with who you go with, but for me, for me, I think it's uh, between those two guys. You got to give it to to one of them, um, which is which is fun for the second year in a row to you know at least in my mind to have it come between those these two very dominant big men who mm-hmm. are dominant in different ways. Um, I, uh, I I I think that's a, a fun way for it for it to play out here at the end of the season. So that's that's my thoughts on it. For sure. Well, I mean, I mean, for me, I'm also gonna wanna. I want to make myself look good, so uh, I predicted Jokic or Jokic, pardon me, uh, Joel Embiid, Embiid would be did. the uh, the MVP before the season started. So uh, part of me wants to re- just stick with that. Um, the other part of me is kind of like, why are you worse with Harden? I think that the second yeah. <laughs> since they've gotten Harden, this has hurt his MVP candidacy, and I, yes, I think that I think part so. of that, like obviously, when you get a guy who's gonna demand the ball as much as he does, like you're you're your returns are going to be a little diminished. Like his output's going to go down a little bit. Um, yeah. But I don't even think it really has. He's kind of putting up the same numbers. He's still getting the same amount of touches. The team's just winning less games because they're yeah. not built the same way. And it just doesn't, doesn't compliment his play style as well anymore. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to get into the, the 76ers as well here uh, in a couple minutes. But, um, you know, that, that's kind of why Giannis, like his team is better than the Sixers right now. So yeah. again, my like I have yeah. a very like old head. I know opinion that's why of, it's like, tough. <laughs> yeah. I I like I like my and I said it on the Friday episode. Like I like a top three in your conference, and yeah, I I, I do agree. Like it's like you know the the Nuggets would be right up there as well uh, if they were in the in in the East. Uh, yeah, like for forty seven wins uh, in the East is not what forty seven wins in the East was though a couple of years ago. Like that would be good enough for uh, they would be they'd still be behind the them. They'd be fifth in the yeah. East, and they're yeah. fifth right now in the West. So it's kind of like. They're still yeah. like they're a top ten team, which is you know like I like again right now like I could I'm I'm just enough okay with Jokic getting it just enough and he's having a an unreal year and really like that team's bad, but I I couldn't I would not be able to vote for him as my my number one guy uh and yeah. with the surge that we've seen from Giannis and I I. I I'm I'm really like my my vote is up in the air right now honestly like uh, yeah. I I I I could like I could just say fuck it and go Jason Tatum I mean the Celtics as we're recording this are, they're the number two seed uh in the East no right no all star no all star uh, selection by Matt but nope. MVP selection That's, he he uh... turned it on uh, just enough <laughs> to get the MVP um uh, but yeah it's uh it, it's it, it's going to go down to the wire and uh, you know in, in a game like this though I think that it's like. These are like duels. I think that we should almost have like a knockout tournament now in the last little bit oh, that'd here be great. where, uh, you know, uh, Embiid and Jokic, we'll get, we'll get them to play once. We'll get uh, the, the Bucks to play the Mavericks and the Celtics. We'll get mixed in there against yeah. somebody. I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll have to figure it all out. Um, but just like some kind of a head-to-head competition where we can kind of analyze it a little bit more. Because, uh, again, like Luca right now, like 
I could find my way, and uh, if they can finish the season, if they can catch the Warriors and get that top three seed, I would I would toss like a third place vote to Luca. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he he's been putting up amazing numbers all year long. They trade away their second best player, and he makes he steps up even more, which I didn't even think he could possibly do. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy to think of um, that the, the Mavericks have surged the way that they have. Uh, and, and again, again, like uh, Luca's MVP, you know. Uh, his chances this was a great game for it you know he takes that foul at the very end of the game yeah uh the the the, the taking that three-pointer uh which you know but some people you know it was, it was people were questioning that one and, and you know rightfully so it was uh a, a little close i mean luca knows how to embellish those uh he yeah. as he said on the on the old man of the three uh podcast with jj reddick you know uh, uh there's a lot of rules in place that can make it yeah. uh, you know easier to score um yeah. so it's uh so you know he's gonna embellish that uh when he gets the chance but um you know it, that was a big game i mean uh it's uh you know the, the, i think that the, you know, the bucks and uh and the mavericks are going to be kind of they're going to kind of be staring down the barrel at each other for the next uh five or yeah. six years i think that you know the the, the luca versus Giannis uh rivalry is kind of we're, we might be seeing a, a little sneak preview here because i mean those two yeah. are going to be probably the 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 top two top uh three players in the in the world uh if not already depending on your opinion yeah. um but uh it's a uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, you know rivalry to kind of keep an eye on and i i do think that you know uh that luca definitely deserves a little bit more mention in the uh that mvp uh that mvp race oh, yeah. i mean even last year he was the betting favorite when uh the odds all opened which i i knew he wasn't gonna win because i knew that the mavericks weren't good enough at that point but uh you know i i think he will get some votes thrown his way though this year i really do i think him and Giannis are, are really gonna surge here and i'm i'm not so sold on Embiid's chances anymore but i mean from what I hear, though, I, I, maybe I'm just too much of an old man. It seems like uh, you know Jokic is kind of the the consensus uh, in Vegas. He's the consensus around you yeah, know, the media. Just uh, slightly, I think, slightly over Embiid. I think I think mainly it's Embiid, Jokic, and Giannis uh, mm-hmm. top three for gonna be in whatever order they finish the top three. It uh, looks like that right now. The order I think has a chance to really kind of shake up here. However, the season ends. Like if the Bucks finish in first. With all of Giannis's numbers, like if they somehow squeak into first in the East, um, it's that I can see a lot of people putting him, you know, uh, first on their ballot. Uh, same thing, you know, if Philly finishes even like second, you know, see how far they can climb. And mm-hmm. I think it really for people, it's going to depend a lot where Denver finishes too, because sure, yeah, like it it, it depends here at the end. Like they could finish. Uh, I I think uh, I have to. I'm not looking at the standings right now, but like very recently it's been a possibility they could finish like as high as like third or fourth or they could drop all the way down to seventh uh, and be in the play-in so i think if they can avoid the play-in and and get to you know uh, at least to having home court advantage you know in the playoffs then i think you know Jokic, the people who make the case for him are kind of you know uh, they're they're in the clear but if if he's going to be you know the fifth fifth seed sixth seed or or you know in the play-in tournament that's going to be harder to make the case that you know he he's the deserving MVP of the league because um, I, I I think a lot of people do like their you know having their their MVP as someone on a, a high at least one of the higher seeds uh, in yeah. the conference at the very least so so it'll be tough um, here here to see how it shakes out but it's it's very it's a really really interesting race this year and like for 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 someone like Luca and and same goes for Tatum like. I think he would right be right up there with those guys if he was playing like this all year. But he, it, it, I think this should kind of show him something, and I think he's kind of been kind of reluctant to learn these things for the first few years in his career about you know what it takes to actually, you know, be in the conversation for this award and actually win yeah. it. You know, wire to wire, you have to come in in shape and you have to start playing at as close to your peak level. Like, you can play into... You can get better as the season goes on. People do that. But you have to start the season really, really strong, too, because that's what Embiid and Jokic um, and and Giannis, for the most part, did. Like, they they didn't have this kind of lull at the beginning of the season. They've been playing, you know, top-tier basketball from start to finish. And it's you're true, always yeah. gonna You're always going to give the MVP to those guys over someone who came on late, like like Tatum or a, or a, a, a Luka. Um, so, you know, Luka has all the tools to win it. If he was playing the way... He's playing now from start to finish. Uh, I, I think he'd be right there, but he's. Uh, we'll, we'll see if he brings that into next year. And, and same thing with Tatum. If they can 
bring bring that like high level of play that they're showing you right now and, and put a whole season together of it, those two guys, it's going to be tough to beat them out because they're just so dynamic. They do so much on the court. So, uh, you know, f- future's bright for those two guys. And like Luca in this game, it, it was insane. Like the 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 Bucks had everyone. They were trying. Yeah. They had yeah. they, they they were throwing Holiday out there on him. Holiday refused to switch off of him at the end of that game. Dwight Powell set probably ten thousand picks at the top of the resetting. Uh, you know, changing up the angle. Luca just going back and forth and back and forth. Drew Holiday like a freaking pit bull fighting like through through like like, yeah. like he, he had like laser vision locked on Luca would not go off of him. Um, but like Luca just sticks with this stuff. Eventually, you know, he, he gets Middleton or someone on him, um, and even any of the bigs who are really really like tough to score against in Milwaukee. He had a st- yeah. uh, Luca hit a straightaway three step back on Giannis, like maybe the toughest shot uh, and toughest defender to hit that shot against. Um, and and it was it was uh, you know butter like uh, his step back three is such such a fucking weapon at the end yeah. of the game. He maybe takes a bit too many of them gets a little trigger happy sometimes and when he misses them they they kind of tend to lose those games but my god he, he more often than not he he just surprises you with his shot making and the passes he makes are unbelievable like Luca's kind of like uh, just the way he controls a game it, honestly kind of jaw dropping like the fact that he can do that with the the small tiny amount of athleticism that he has yeah, yeah. is uh is pretty insane. So yeah, that was really impressive. I don't think the Mavs are scared of anyone in the West uh other than the Suns, like especially with how much the 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 Warriors have been struggling lately. Mm-hmm. Like a Mavs Grizzlies uh series would be tough, but yeah, I'm telling yeah. you I'd probably take the Mavs um, yeah. and almost against anyone else and e- even if you're the Suns like I I know they're you know the the talk all year is that they're the most scared of a fully healthy Warriors and and I get that a fully healthy clicking Warriors is probably you know the the biggest threat to anyone in the West but uh, it, provided that doesn't actually come and, and that doesn't actually happen which I think it's looking kind of likely that maybe they're going to be a little bit shaky even when mm-hmm. they put everything together with you know Steph being out and you know all, all the different factors. Um, I, if I'm the Suns and and you're going against like Luca, who uh, can can really kind of pick you apart and find whatever kind of weakness that you leave kind of open, uh, if the Mavericks shooters are hot, uh, I'd be scared of them. So, Mavs as a dark horse, I'm I'm really liking that. I, I I'd be terrified of them out west. Yeah, they're they're not a uh, a team you want to face. I don't think that they would beat the Suns, but like it's one of those no, games me neither, where it's but... like they're going to make them have a harder road to get there because you can't have a night where you're just like, "Oh, we're up 3-1, we can take it easy if we need to. Uh we can put yeah. we can throw it on uh in the fourth quarter." Like you got to go start to finish every game. Yeah. Uh cuz you know, Luka's good enough he could upset a series like that. Uh yeah. but uh you know, on the on the other side, you know, that that was a, a pretty close game there. Uh, and this is kind of just turned into you know, MVP talk, so you know we'll we'll just uh, kind of go a little bit uh, yeah. a little different here. But like uh, uh, you know, we were talking about it before. Uh, Embiid had a, a monster, monster performance. Uh, no thanks to uh, James Harden. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> and, and also at the end of the game, you know, shout out to Matisse Thybul, uh, a nice steal, uh, kind of a, yeah. a a pretty bad inbound pass. Yeah. Uh, that the Cavs are definitely you know missing their boy Mobley uh, over the yep. stretch and Allen uh, yeah and Jared Allen obviously that was kind of when all this started uh, yep. for the for them the the little bit of a losing uh, losing ways have gotten there but uh, we'll see how they go uh, hopefully they'll be they'll be healthy come playoffs um, but yeah Embiid an absolute you know prime monster game uh, for him forty four points seventeen boards and five blocks I mean that that's <laughs> That's that's absolute insanity. He did get twenty free throw attempts, uh, yes. and he hit seventeen of them. Like, it, I don't, I can't think of it. That, that's the other thing that I that bugs me. And I've said this so many times. He the bigs don't, they shouldn't get that many whistles in my brain. No. It doesn't make sense that he how many foul calls he gets because generally, like the argument is always, you know, oh he's so big, he's so strong, he plays down low. They don't get the calls because they push through it but like yeah. he gets touched like little nicky knickknack fouls and then they they call the whistle and it's like okay but all these other don like Giannis doesn't get that many foul calls lebron doesn't get that many foul calls all these other like big like physical playing imposing guys don't get the whistle like he does i don't know what what it is like i know he he's very like loud when he when he wants to get that foul it's like ah yeah screams yeah. in pain and then they're like oh shit he probably tore something in his knee again or his <laughs> foot broke um but this again was one of those games like like James Harden technically triple doubled, but I mean he 
Four uh, for 13. 11 of his 21 points were uh, were, were free throws. So, I mean, that's yeah. that's over that's over half of my math checks out. Um, yep. And, like, I, and again, I, you can get 10 assists pretty easily when you just dump in the ball down to Embiid to go, uh, yep. go work down low on the Cavs, who are missing, literally, as we just said, like their two most uh, like important line, pieces. Yeah. Uh, like I'm sorry, Laurie Markkinen, but you're you're not going to be able to stop Embiid when he's uh when he's moving down there. Moses Brown forgot. Yeah, Moses Brown, getting, he yeah, tried. He tried. He was getting baptized out there. Um, <laughs> but I, I, again, but this is one of those performances that's like you know, it it really it really does help Embiid through like like uh, you know make this late push uh for his yeah. MVP chances and 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 I know that you know all the advanced stats nerds will come at me with oh well Jokic is better than him at, at this and this and his shooting percentage blah 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 and it's like okay but again as I've said before I made this argument you know as far as it goes like it comes down to it Embiid when he wants to take over a game is the superior total player to to Jokic in that sense uh yeah. obviously Jokic like is gonna make you uh you're a bit you're a better team basketball uh, or ba- yeah. a better basketball team pardon me uh but Embiid can just be your team he can put the whole team on yeah. his back um it, it's again very different play style so it's kind of hard to compare them and you know again stats don't always tell like the the full story uh they definitely help but I mean it's a, it's not uh you know the end all be all uh for yeah. the stats department uh but yeah he's uh uh, just to you know, touch on Jokic again as quickly because like I, I I do think it, I, I agree with you that it's probably these two still as the favorites because again they've been in that conversation all year long and I and you know we as much as I'd like you know Tatum and Luca and even Giannis uh, to an extent uh, you know be in there more so uh, again these guys have been doing it all year they've really just come on in the second half of the season yeah. uh, and uh, with Jokic and he so let's say he finishes fifth. Even then, I don't know if I can do it because I have talked so much shit on the Russell Westbrook MVP and him being sick. <laughs> and it's very comparable situations. Uh, I mean, I, th- I still think Jokic is having a way, way better season than, uh, than than that year. And I mean, again, 47 wins to be in that situation is also a little bit different um, than you know the Westbrook season. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I gotta, I, I can't. I can't be that much of a hater because then if I if I was starting to go you know oh yeah I, I can look past it for Jokic but not Russ then I'm looking like a then I'm looking like an asshole so I gotta stick with my criteria um, that's why I'm saying so, so I'm not casting my official uh, final ballot until the season is over and I see who the top three seeds are in each conference yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. how I'm gonna base it off of uh, it's Same. probably gonna be it's gonna be, probably be someone from the East though because I'm uh, Jokic is the only real dominant threat for the MVP race uh, yeah. in the West for me. Uh, but again, like if the, the Sixers could finish fourth or fifth potentially here, um, yeah. so are probably not fifth, probably fourth. Um, but them in uh, it's going to be between the Celtics, the the Bucks, and the 76ers. I don't think the Heat are going to drop from number one at this point. I think that they're no. uh, they're feeling pretty good. They've only got a couple more games to kind of seal it. Um, so it's uh, it's going to be it's going to definitely be close because I mean Boston's uh, two, you know two games back, Milwaukee and uh, Philly are two and a half. So it's uh. It's going to be an absolute, you know, war zone. And, you know, regardless, I'm just happy that we even can have this conversation. It's not just like, uh, you know, the last five years when it was like we knew who the MVP was after like one month of the season and then it was over. There was no yeah. drama, no nothing like it's going to like if they want to have a friggin MVP uh, or NBA award show this year, this would be the year to do it this year. I'd actually be sitting there, you know, waiting with uh, bated breath as they open the envelope. Uh, yeah. I mean, only problem was when they when they did the NBA awards show and they did that. It was like, oh, only Giannis showed up or only James Harden yeah. showed up, and it's like, <laughs> I wonder who fucking won. Like, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, that's the only part. No, NBA is always going to be uh, super, super petty uh, when it comes to shit like that. Um, but yeah, I, I think that we we've, we've pretty well covered our bases. That's uh, your your MVP ladder update uh, from yeah. Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, you know, I I I I think that it's kind of hard for our listeners to pick. I mean, you you clearly said Jokic, and I'm I'm saying I'm waiting, but uh, you know, it's I I'm interested to see well, what our listeners think as well. So feel free to get us uh, at Big Ball Big Dog Ball Talk, uh, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, whatever. Let us know your thoughts on the MVP race because uh, uh, I I want to see how you guys like your criteria. Everybody has different criteria for the MVP, yeah. so yeah, uh, I I'd like to know what everybody else uh, uh, thinks out there. Uh, I hopefully somebody else is with me on this fucking team thing. So I feel like everybody's <laughs> everybody's going everyone's going away from that mindset these days which uh, I'm not ready for. Um, but what I am ready for is uh, Emo Donovan Mitchell, baby. Uh, yeah. The Jazz blowing another 20-point lead uh, to oh, the Warriors. Uh, the Warriors going on a 25-4 to run. 
25 to 4 to close out the game. That Ugh. is that's insane. That is absolutely insane to a team that's so good defensively. At least they were supposed to be so good defensively. And to just get embarrassed, uh, my boy Wiggins um, <laughs> dunking on Gobert for like the fifth time. Uh, and that's all because Gobert, real again, real Wiggins fan here, in his rookie year, uh, Rudy Gobert stuffed uh, Andrew Wiggins and then flexed in his face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then like a week later, Wiggins dunks all. It was a, It's actually one of the nasties. He spins baseline and then yams yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on Gobert's head and then he flexes in his face. And then ever since then, Andrew Wiggins has owned Rudy Gobert. Um, And this was another case of that. Uh, He got the full facial. Um, But again, Donovan Mitchell didn't really have much to say after the game. He's fully committed to this emo bit. Like he's, he's really helping our our cause here. Uh, (laughs) I, 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 I said it on the Friday podcast that I think that this is pretty well the beginning of the end for this uh, this this yeah, Utah oh, yeah. core. Um, I've actually I've heard some rumblings that the Dallas Mavericks are going to go after Rudy Gobert in the offseason. Yeah. Uh, not really sure that would be the good the best fit. Another big ass guy who uh, and he can't even space the floor. I, we're not going to get. Into, I think that would be a fucking train wreck. I really hope they don't do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean. As far as it goes, Jordan, uh, you know, I had my my ten minutes to you know kind of just go ham on this team and whatnot. Uh, but I mean, uh, you did. What what do you think of the the emo Donovan Mitchell and uh, and and the Jazz uh, chances right now? Because things are they're looking bleak, man. Like you, you might as well just throw oh. on your uh, you throw on what 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 are those? Uh, is there a name for those sleeves that you can put like your your thumbs through? You know what I'm talking I don't about, know. <laughs> uh, but you know what I'm saying. Like you know, yeah. all those, uh, all those scene kids, they play fucking love it. Throw on your eyeshadow, put your thumb through the useless sleeve pocket, yeah. whatever that that is, uh, and, and then throw on some All American reject. I want you to tell me you did it with a That's not the words at all. But I don't I mean, know. I, there's gonna be a lot of unhappy Mormon parents in Utah because kids, mm-hmm. kids start doing that. Uh, I'm, I'm so, sure. It's a music you know, a of Mormon, the devil. A Mormon households are gonna be pretty pissed off, but uh, it's oh. Utah, I don't know. Like, what what are we gonna like? We we've seen this so many times before, and I I just it's so tough because you make these argument for continuity, um, and I I I'm all for the continuity argument. That's great. the The flip side is these teams never end gracefully. Uh, if no. you don't kill them early when it's still you know, when there's still people who are saying, oh, you know, it could work, whatever. Um, unless you actually do get over the hump. Then it ends in this horrible, miserable, ridiculous way. We we just saw it with the Blazers. Not that it was like this, you know, the the worst thing in the world, but like it was a very, very kind of sudden, abrupt, and there was no no uh, triumphant moment for for the uh, Dame and CJ backcourt. No, uh, it just no. it just ended, and it ended on kind of a downward sort of trajectory. You reach a point where there's no other way for you to go, and and then you just have to blow it up. Not and everybody gets it, a storybook ending. <clears throat> no, for sure. And like if you have the foresight though to see that this could be coming, sometimes it's best to get out, you know, on, on floor two or floor three while you while you've still got some dignity left for God's sake. Yeah. But I just think Utah is gonna get bounced real early here in the playoffs, and it might be in like five games or something kind of embarrassing. Like uh and then once that happens, I just I just don't see how you can go forward with a Rudy Gobert Donovan Mitchell duo that everyone knows is just not not yeah. a good fit personality yeah. wise. Like say what you will even about them on the court. I mean, there's a tweet going around in the last day or so that Donovan Mitchell only passes to Rudy Gobert like two times per game, which is down <laughs> from like eight uh, earlier in their careers in like 2019 or something. Like those guys, they're just they're too petty. They 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 take veiled shots at each other after every single fucking yeah. game yeah they 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 don't like playing with each other and donovan mitchell could could just be so much like i don't hate that their fit like I, it's not the worst fit in the world it's not an Embiid and simmons situation where they 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 can't play together and under any circumstances i mean we've seen the uh the the evidence for for the fact that it does work even though they've I don't think liked each other very much this entire time. They were the number one seed in the West last year. They've had some some semi deep playoff runs. That they, they've been okay, but like I think Donovan Mitchell can can be just as good of a fit with someone else, like another another big man who can do a little bit more offensively. Like, um, and it, it depends, you know, what who who you would get back in a Rudy Gobert package. But I just think you know Donovan Mitchell can get to a whole other level. 
if he actually likes the guy he's he's playing with, like his kind of co-star. Yeah. His, yeah. His, like there there's even more that that he can do, and um, and the rest of this team kind of just built this kind of system ball team built around that. Um, I I just think it's 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 gotten old. It's gotten stale. We we've we've said it before. Um, and I just don't know if you're the Jazz, if you are going to keep trying to convince yourself that you can make Donovan Mitchell stay with you for, mm-hmm. for his entire career. He's a pretty quote unquote loyal guy, you know, all things pointing towards that. But there's, there's a lot of evidence to, to show that star players leave smaller markets, especially when they're unhappy. Um, and another situation where, you know, you can hold on to him, you can pray, but he may walk, walk away for almost nothing. Uh, but if you, you know, get a, get out ahead of this and, and, you know, predict it and see it down the line, you might be able to, you know, get a better package back for him if you're, you're willing to trade him a little bit early. So that's going to be the tough part, but either way, big changes got to be coming to Utah. Like yeah. there, there's no way they roll out the same group next year with only no, minor no. tweaks. No chance. There, there, there's no way like and and I just don't see them making a, a deep playoff run. I just don't no, think it's no. going to happen. They right just now, don't have the heart. That, they've like, dropped so far. They, again, oh. in, in, at one point in this uh, in the season, they were jockeying for like number two in the West. Oh and yeah, they were right up there. They might fall into the plan. They might. Yeah. They, they might actually. I for real. Like I'm. They might actually miss the playoffs because right now I think they're only about a game behind. Uh, yeah, they, they they're a game and a half up on the Timberwolves. Uh, yeah. The Timberwolves have been playing pretty well. They can turn it on here. I mean. Uh, they, they don't have too many games left, but if they can win out and then the you know the Jazz drop a couple, uh, yeah. they could fall to eighth. And you know who knows what happens when they play the Clippers and then they play the winner Pelican Spurs. Like they don't like, want to play the Clippers. The the Jazz do not yeah. like playing the Clippers. Well, well, it's like, and, who, who knows what the fuck could happen? This could be absolutely insanity. Like I I I really do kind of want to see this. Like I. I love seeing teams succeed, but I also love watching a good blow up. Uh, yeah, I, like oh, Donovan yeah. Mitchell's a nice guy, but I want to see him storm into the fucking lo- kick down the door. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm done with this guy. Wanna, Get this French guy Rudy, out of here. I want to ultimatum. Me or him? That's what I want to see. I want to scrap. I want to see uh, you know oh, yeah. Donovan Mitchell have to jump up in the air to punch Rudy because uh, he's so fucking tall. That'd be beautiful. I mean, the Utah. We'll, we'll see how it ends because. They've got four games left here. Uh, they they play the Grizzlies next. Don't think they're going to win that one because no, the Grizzlies no. seem to no be able to beat anyone no matter who they throw Steven out on the Steven Adams is going to beat the hell out of Rodrigo. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, then they play the Thunder. They should win that one, but who the fuck knows? Then they play the Suns. Doubt they're going to win that one unless the Suns decide to you know throw in the towel early. Um, and then their last game of the season against the Blazers, which who are tanking, so uh, yeah. they'll probably win that one. So, you know, odds are, odds are they'll go 2-2. Two and two. Um, and you know that that's just not a strong way to to finish out the season. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have, you know, more than likely have wins against a couple of you know uh, bottom feeder teams. But either way, you're not gonna be riding this kind of high out the rest no. of the season no. with these two two kind of back to back. Um, or so they, they beat the Lakers in between there, but everyone beats the Lakers. But the Clippers uh, collapse and then the Warriors collapse. Like it's it's the worst way to finish out the season um and in a team that's already kind of shaky with you know how things play out especially in the postseason what do you do with rudy gobert all these other questions don't have good good solid wing defenders um like you know donovan mitchell doesn't really have that star help that he needs like way too many questions it, they're gonna bow out early and it, i hadn't even thought of the fact that they might miss the playoffs but you're right that's 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 even a possibility in itself and uh, we'll just see. I think it's going to be a fire sale, and I think it just depends whether they're going to move on from both of those guys or one yeah. of them or who, what kind of fucking packages they're going to be able to get. I even heard that the Raptors might be a little bit interested in Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I heard which, that too. Uh, please, please. I mean, I know you'll be able to come here and you know read read the the, the French signs uh, you know on the road and on our no, food. No, because he speaks different. It's not the same <laughs> French. He'll be like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> Like, this is just the, he's like, he'll be like, did you guys like make this whole thing up? Like, is this like <laughs> fake French? You guys just try to get me here? Oh my God. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, we do need a center, but uh, Rudy Gobert was not the center I had in mind, to be honest. I don't need any, so. we don't need any rock, uh, locker room cancers. That's the, the no. last thing we need. <laughs> no, but, please. Uh, but you know, I, uh, I, yeah, as, it's, it, uh, it's done. Utah, yeah. it, it's good night. It's good night, Utah. As Donovan Mitchell might say, don't mind me. I'll just sit here crying over yesterday. <laughs> Uh, that's, uh, when I looked up emo quotes, there's some really good, uh, very really good. cringy, uh, cringy ones. Well, here's another good one. No one in the world can understand my pain that I endure. No one in this cruel world. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one too. Um, uh, my feelings. Uh, oh, don't worry about those. No one else does. 
I think that's a that's a good. I think that's like no my my, my touches. Oh, don't worry about those. Rudy doesn't <laughs> care about those. Uh, Rudy. I uh, you know to move on, Donovan. You know I hope uh hope you're you're okay, man. Uh you know you just uh just. Stay away, man. Close the world out. You're, you're, you're this, this cruel, cruel world. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you'll be better off without it. Um, and, and to finish up the podcast, uh, a quick NCAA update. Um, update. Congrats to the uh, the Gamecocks uh, winning Gamecocks. the uh, the, the national title. Yep, uh, as uh, as Diane Tarsi likes to say, uh, the oh, long yeah. co- the cocks are cocks are nice and long. Um, uh, oh, of man. course they are. Legends. Uh, yeah, the uh, you know shout out to the the Gamecocks for winning the the Natty uh, uh, last night. Uh, I was also yeah. I had I had that on a little bit. Uh, I was actually watching a lot of WrestleMania uh, as well oh, at the same time. Uh, but you can't miss that. Uh, anyone who watched that, it was fucking hilarious. Uh, Stone Cold came back. <laughs> Vince McMahon wrestled. He's almost eighty years old for God's sake. So it was pretty funny. But I, I digress. Um, you know, congratulations to them. And then of course, uh, as we're recording this, uh, you know, if you're listening to this a day late, come on, man, the, get get on it. Uh, yeah. You should be listening right, right as soon as this comes out. Um, but uh, the, uh, the the men's national title game uh, going down between Villanova and Kansas. I'm not going to give you guys a prediction. I'm actually not even going to gamble on this game. Actually, I probably oh. still will, but we'll see. Yeah. But I don't want to because I've been cursed this this year for March Madness. I, I, I thought once the kind of uh, the writing on the wall, I was like, oh, the story, Duke is going to win it all. They're going to get the redemption against UNC, uh, and Coach K is going to you know go into the, the sunset. It's going to be a national yeah. title. It's going to be beautiful for him. Um, but instead we get a shit show and it's, uh, you know, they, they blow the lead. It was a great game. I mean, that was a crazy three, uh, for UNC to hit there. Horrible shot taking. Like that was a stupid, stupid shot, but I mean, he hit it. So then it looked good, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean UNC just had their number this year. Very uh, weird ending for for Coach K's career, but uh, you know one Very of the best weird. one of the best basketball coaches of all time. Uh, I mean I'm sure everybody uh, can agree on that. You know no matter how you feel about him. Uh, yeah. And uh, it, it was uh, it's sad to see him go, but you know UNC they they're the Cinderella in this one. So I mean I want to root for them. I think that can uh, I think that Kansas is going to win this one. But yeah. It's. Uh, <laughs> It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be close. It's gonna definitely be close. Yeah, yeah. It it, it was crazy. Like I can't believe that that's how uh, uh, Coach K's last game went at Cameron Indoor. North Carolina comes in, beats them. He he's, they have this whole ceremony planned. He gets on the mic. He says, "Guys, stop cheering. That was unacceptable. That was oh, unacceptable." God. Yeah, that was uh, stupid. And then uh, and then he gets another chance, and he, he loses in the final four. Oh God, that must hurt. Like I, if I was if I was Coach K, I'd be like, "God, I got to come back for another season. I can't go out like yeah. this. My last two losses against my arch rival, um, and you know, in a heartbreaking fashion. Like it, it's it's tough, but uh, you know, it's it's poetic too. Uh, uh, Coach K on his career finishes." Uh, all-time record: fifty wins, fifty losses, exactly uh, five hundred against UNC, which they, is uh, they insane. Were sho- they were showing the stats of Duke versus UNC like head to head, like over like the the entirety of it, and it's yeah. almost like identical. Like I think the records were like it's one crazy. or two wins or losses off. The total points were almost the same. Yeah, uh, and again, last night was a, a really, really, really close, uh, really close game. So yeah, uh, I, I mean respects to unc for being able to pull it out um oh, yeah. and as i said before though uh you know just don't like all these like schools that have these like winning championship pedigrees in the tournament you just don't don't bet against them there's no point uh yeah it, it's again even like yeah last year i forgot like ucla made that deep run as an 11 seed yeah so it's like yep. uh yeah there's there's definitely the no blue bloods. yeah there's definitely no uh no way you can just sleep on them uh but you know what when was the last time Kansas won? I actually, it's been like it has to be like twenty years like, or something. All right, did they win in like I the mid two thousands? Yeah, I think they did. Because I, I, I don't know if it was the national championship game or if it was the final four or what. But Mario Chalmers hit an incredibly yep. huge three yep. uh, that I believe went like led to them winning the the national title game. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but yeah, that would have been like two thousand like eight or two thousand seven or nine somewhere around then. But I think they've won semi recently, but not like, not any time since 2010. Obviously, like they 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 they've been uh, they've been in the mix, but uh, like it, it's definitely been a while. But you know, Bill Self's been there for God knows how long, and they always are competitive uh, every year. Uh, usually, like a one or two seed. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's 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 been a while. Are you looking up right now, Matt? When yeah. They won two two thousand and eight was the yeah. uh, oh, wait. the the, uh, the winner. Mario Chalmers MVP. Yeah. Yeah, so so yeah, they, they, it's it's been a while for for such a uh, you know 
heavyweight in the basketball world. So Super Mario and, will probably make a comeback now. He, he He's going to be inspired. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I will point out, uh, Annie, my girlfriend, knows nothing. She predicted can- a Kansas win way back uh, at the beginning of <laughs> beginning of March Madness. So uh, we've got to give her her flowers. That's why I'm I, I'm all in on, on Kansas winning mm-hmm. this game. I'll put I'll put any money, my, my life savings on it. I, I'm pretty confident here. They're just so deep and they're so big. They've they've been pretty dominant all yeah. season. So well, especially all tournament. So uh, let's go Kansas, baby. I'm, I'm gonna put a bet on it, and then that'll even Rock out chop. the playing field. Uh, yeah, and uh, we'll you know we'll see what what outweighs it. My my March Madness curse that <laughs> seems to be yeah. on me. My bad juju or Andy's yeah. uh, Andy's doesn't know absolutely fucking anything. Stupid <laughs> stupid Annie, um, uh, such a fool. Sorry, Matt, uh, you're salty, man. But uh, yeah, I would have well, won quite a bit if I put any money on this uh, yeah. on this bracket of mine here. But uh, yeah, I was trying I was trying to get one together, but people uh, they don't want the smoke, uh, you know. Because I, I I talk the talk, <laughs> but uh, they would have yeah I I, I would have given uh, I would have been taken to the cleaners, no doubt this year um but everybody thank you so much for tuning into another episode of big dog bowl talk uh we're gonna be recapping the national title and uh much much more on friday's episode we are also planning a special wednesday episode we didn't get one to you guys last month uh you know things are crazy uh if you have a problem with it fuck you um but if you actually had a problem with it because you were sad you know i love you um but uh it's 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 tough you know uh you you guys uh we we need to see uh we need to see you guys give us that effort. We need that uh, that follow. We need that social media clout, baby. Come on, uh, come at on. Big Dog Ball Talks. So we can reach even more people. We can get you guys even more uh, exclusive, uh, you know, footage and takes, everything that you could possibly want. At Big Dog yep. Ball Talk, all social media, you can find us out there. Uh, again, last month was amazing. It was a, another uh, a blast for us. The playoffs are so close. We can taste them. We're going to get a lot of special shit going for that. We might even be doing some live streams. Who knows? Uh, YouTube is going to be 110% fully off kicking once we get uh, to the playoffs. And, uh, you know, of of course, Jordan and I, in the next week or so, we're going to be delivering our all-NBA selections, uh, MVP official. uh, Because, again, I told you I need that last day uh, to get that all out there. Maybe Uh, for all-NBA, too. Yeah. That's that's a tough race also. It's really tight. Uh, so everybody, uh, again, thank you so much for your support. Keep hitting that download button uh, and shouting us out to any of your friends or anyone else who you think might be interested in uh, all of our, our wacky takes. Uh, I'm Matt Eichhorn with Jordan Flegel for Big Dog Ball Talk. And as my friend Jordan always says. Might be a bit controversial, Matt, oh but uh, blue cheese over ranch every single Whoa, day. Oh, yeah, that is every controversial. Day. That is very controversial. Every single day. Mm-hmm. Ranch can... Mm-hmm. Ranch can Take a hike. No. Give me blue cheese. I would. Nah, no. Blue cheese. Okay, I'm not opposed it works to it. Perfectly I, with the the spice uh, in a buffalo wing, man. It's nah. It's I, the best compliment. It's. It, I will say this. It doesn't take away the spice as much. Ranch is like very cooling. You know, it has that cooling agent factor to it. Oh, but that's kind of okay. But that's what people like to it. That's what people like to it. They no, do like man. that. That they can cool your mouth down a little bit more. Take. But I like the spiciness. Blue cheese just has that very distinct blue cheese taste you know Which is delicious i would no, rather i would rather you're have uncultured you're no. an uncultured little bumpkin no, aren't you, man. Matt? listen 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 if you're going you were cra- born in the country it, weren't you yeah. you were born in a little <laughs> farmhouse trust me if i was uh if i was born in a farmhouse i'd be eating uh exactly what i was about to, be about to shout out to here uh, <laughs> uh not not for wings obviously people put some respect on goat cheese that's that's some good cheese right there, man. Yeah. If you have anybody, real ones know goat cheese slaps, man. Not a lot put of it. Some just a little bit. It. Just a little bit of it. Just put it in a wrap. Put it in a sandwich. It's just a, just a tiny bit of goat cheese. You're you're on your way. Put respect on goat cheese right now.